What's up, guys? We are live. Myron Gaines. Fresh Pin CEO. Hey, we got the Fresh Fit Podcast Money Monday edition with Chris, Chris Bruce, a.k.a. Detroit Mogul, man. This is going to be a good one, guys. Let's get it. Let's get What's up, guys? Welcome to Fresh Fit Podcast. Money Mondays. These are the most important episodes, guys. So uh, quick announcements, patreon.com slash freshfit, where you guys can find all the behind-the-scenes content of the stuff that's not safe for YouTube. Also, we just came back from the Conference of Masculine Excellence with our boy Donovan Sharp. Yep. It was lit. It was a good time. Uh, definitely go ahead and follow Donovan Sharp on YouTube and go ahead and check out the the, um, the conference there. Also, merchants and stores, guys, you get shirts like this. Shirts like that, aka Punish Bad Behavior, Fresh Fit Podcast shirts. I revamped the whole store. Everything. And the shirts are way better quality now. I actually have a sample right now that's a lot better. And uh, other than that, guys, subscribe to our YouTube Fresh and Fit Clips channel. And we're also on Apple, Spotify, and Google, every single podcast platform you could think of. Everywhere. And make sure to listen to us with headphones because you will get fired if you don't. And then twitch.tv slash Fresh and Fit Podcast for Twitch. And the vlog channel. And we got a vlog channel as well. Fresh Fit CEO. And get a free free ebook. But anyway, man, let's get right into it, man. Welcome to the show, man. How are you, Chris? Man, I'm doing good, man. I appreciate y'all bringing me on here. No, man, yeah, we're happy man. to have you, bro. Um, it's funny, man, because I first saw him in uh, Batman Kevin's video yeah. uh, talking about, like, you know, the current uh, climate for, you know, uh, just marketing everything like that mm. and business. So it's pretty cool to see him now in studio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Batman Kevin, man. I know he got in a little bit of trouble, man, for the haters, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah he's got in trouble. Yeah, yeah. This guy, like, bro, yeah, he's going to beat that shit. I'm glad Don't he's worry, out. Buddy. Yeah, he's going to beat it, bro. It's, it's, they ain't got nothing. So yeah. uh, shout out to Batman Kevin, man. Uh. So yeah, man. Can you introduce yourself to the audience for those of you that, for those other people that might not know who you are and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Chris Bruce. Uh, I've actually been in real estate for the past twelve years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a guy from Detroit. Grew up pretty much middle class. Um, just moved to Florida when I was nineteen. And for me, mm-hmm. I came across uh, a strategy uh, in real estate, which we can talk about, uh, that it literally changed my life. You know, for me, I was working uh, regular jobs, making twenty dollars an hour. What were you doing before? <sighs> man, I had so many jobs, man. Customer Damn. service. Was, I was that there. Was the worst jobs ever. <laughs> so Hello, this. can I help you with your yeah. phone service? Oh man, I, it brings me freaking nightmares thinking about it. But customer service job. My last corporate job was two thousand ten. That's the last job I had, mm, and nice. I was working for Bank of America. Mm. Um, oh fuck I, them! They're trash. They are trash. Right. I hate them. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so you, so you had done, you know, the corporate, you've done everything, basically. Oh, man, everything. And how literally. old are you now? I'm 36. 36. Okay, so you've been mm-hmm. in Florida now for 17 years. Yeah. Damn. It's a minute, yeah. bro. Shout out to the D, by yeah. the way. For real. Yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> Detroit's yeah. tough. T Grizzly, um, Payroll Giovanni, mm-hmm. all those dudes that love their, their music. Shout yeah. out to Detroit. Yeah, shout out to Detroit, man. Yeah. C- consistently, like, <laughs> top three most dangerous cities you know, Scott, <laughs> yeah, bro. Consistently, man. Absolutely. You got out, though. You got uh, out. Flint and Detroit and all that other stuff. Sheesh. Uh, real quick, let's hit some of these super chats. Hey, oh, thank you man. to Black Lemur 2009 with the big. Shout out to Black Lemur, man. Super chat, bro. Yo, Black Lemur, man. I know you don't like to, you know, tell people who you are and all that other stuff, bro. But hit us up, man. Damn. Yeah, we you know gonna like, come yeah. through, bro. We got yeah. you. Hit us up, man. Pull up, man. He's supporting the whole channel. Yeah, man. Helping <laughs> us get cameras and shit. Thank you, bro. For real, man. Um, thank you so much, Black. And the Lima. first chat from my boy. Hey, Ricky Webster. I'm gonna give you a Don DeMarco too, bro. Shout out, Ricky, man. Always showing love. Always showing love. Miami local, man. Yo, link up with us, bro. You here as well. Uh, I love my Fresh Fit family. Enough said. Uh, props do hundred. Thank you so much, Ricky. And then uh, we got Dr. Thunder. Shout out to Dr. Thunder. He we was met at him the in conference person. as well. Yep. Um, paying my respects. Thank you so much, Dr. Thunder. Thank you, brother. And then we got Mo Rizzle, uh, $20. Welcome back, fam. Lo- fam, love the, sin- the some monkey. Some Monday- money Mondays. Mondays. I got to put my glasses on. I'm blind <laughs> as hell. Amen. And then go ahead, Fresh. Shout out uh, to Fresh and Fit fam, Nathan, uh, two pounds. And then GXR Miami, uh, $4.99. Welcome back. Thank you, brother. Yep. Cool. All right. Cool. Shout out to the mall. Shout out to Twitch. Absolutely. Man, we got Chris Bruce in the house. About yeah. to drop some gems on y'all for wholesaling. So Facts. that's going to be awesome. So, yeah. so um, guys, like the video and get ready for some more gems. Did you go to college? No. You uh, didn't. Well, I went to college, but I didn't finish. Mm, okay. I couldn't freaking pass the accounting class, man. 
Oh, really? Three times. Damn. Damn. I was like, you know what? This is not for me. And you make more money than all them accounts you went to class there with. There you go. Oh, there you go. You know what I'm saying? So, so, yeah. It's funny, man, because I remember seeing you, bro, like more than one time. And then one time I was in uh, the design district, right? Yeah. I saw you pull up in a, in a Rolls Royce. Yeah. Uh, I was like, bro, this, who's this guy? Like, who is this guy, man? That's funny. Yeah, the white one, right? Yep. Yeah, so you got to make us all look bad. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, uh, so you grew up in Detroit, uh, mm. single mother household, uh, two parents. How, yeah, like, tell yeah. us a little bit about your childhood yeah, coming up. So I grew up. My dad and my mom never were together. Mm. Um, they just had me, whatever. But my dad was always in my life. Uh, the good thing about my dad is that he showed me entrepreneurship because he always had a job at Ford, but he also um, had his own tax business, and um, he also was in real estate. So he showed me the way of entrepreneurship in a sense. My mom, she, you know, was she had a husband or whatever. And um, it was cool. I, I would literally go live with my mom for a little bit, then live with my dad for a little bit. So I got the best of both worlds. I saw my mom struggle, but at the same time, I saw my dad doing pretty good. Mm. And so for me, I was like, you know what? I want to make sure when I get, I want to get to my dad's level and surpass him and then be able to actually um, give back to my mom and just, you know, give her a life that she probably never would ever be able to achieve herself in a sense. Did you surpass him? Absolutely. <laughs> He's my proud. Dad proud. He's just <laughs> super proud. He's he retired. He lives in Jamaica. Oh proud. shit! Yeah. Well, go on. Uh, is is he, are you Jamaican? Yeah, he's, okay. he's Jamaican. He's Jamaican. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what about your mom? Jamaican as well? Not is she, at all. No, okay. No, she's just fresh from Detroit. And, and you grew grew up in a deal with both of them. Uh, so they divorced. They never got married. They oh, they just dated. Okay. I'm trying to figure oh, that piece in my head. Oh, yeah, they dated. Oh, they he, had me. he was smart, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm putting a ring on my yeah. finger right now. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he got out of there. So, but, yeah. but you were with, so you went back and forth between your parents. And who did you spend more time with? Your mom or your dad? Uh, more my mom. And then as I got older, my dad. I moved with my dad. Sixth grade, mm -hmm. did it for like a year. I was like, ah, I want to move back because he always lived in the suburbs. Mm. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I had more fun in the hood. So my mom didn't live in the hood, so it was like I would go out to the suburbs, but then I'd be bored, and I'd be like, I want to go back to my mom's house, and I'd be back in the hood because there's always stuff going on. Okay, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, it's way more fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, okay, so then, so, uh, so you grew up, you know. Split split household, I guess. But mm -hmm. you were seeing both parents, which was great. Absolutely. And then uh, your dad was a motivation for you. Yep. Uh, what did he do, if you don't mind me? Yeah, so he always worked for Ford. Uh, oh, you know, the big three, Ford, Chrysler, and all that. Course, so he always yeah. worked for Ford, had a good job. But then he also did, uh, he had a tax business. He had a 1,000 clients. Damn. He made crazy money during the tax time. And then from there, he also started doing uh, real estate, renovating properties and things like that. Uh, is that is that how you like got into real estate? Like, watching, it wasn't exactly how I got into it, but I can say that it was kind of like a bridge to to the entrepreneurship to see that you can actually make money without having to work for someone. Yeah, you know? I can't so, tell you how many people we know that are successful that all are in some form or fashion in real estate. Yeah, yeah. Whether you, you it's got a to, long term, a short term flipping, whatever it is, they're in real estate, a wholesaling too. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it's a great market to get into. So your so you watch your dad basically. He had a regular job. But he was doing entrepreneurial things on the side, making right. money. Did he eventually like make more money doing that and then leave his career, or did he, he never wallow? left? Damn, never that left. pension is real, bro. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. He's living off of right yeah. now. Yep. There you yeah. go. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So that I, I always say, if you if you could keep your regular job and and you enjoy it and you can yeah. still do your entrepreneur thing, do why it, not, man? Yeah, do it. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? It is what it is. Um, but unfortunately for me, at first we couldn't do that because our Same. stuff is controversial. <laughs> <laughs> can you um, can you kind of explain? What wholesaling is? Because I feel like most yeah. people they hear wholesaling like, oh, just getting property on, on a good price. But and that is your specialty, right? Just right. so the audience knows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Wholesaling genius. So can you explain wholesaling to the uh, yeah, absolutely. public? So basically, what wholesaling is is that mm -hmm. you have um, a situation where a lot of people get into uh, they get into problems where foreclosure, for instance, mm -hmm. they might be behind in their mortgage payments. They might not have paid their taxes, or let's say, for instance, um, with COVID, right? A lot of people end up losing. Their job so they can't pay their their you know mortgage in the house so what happens is that a lot of these people think that tra their traditional way is to go out there and go find a realtor but if your property is not fixed up if it's ran down things like that mm -hmm. if you listen on there i mean you're not going to get the highest bang for your buck right yeah. so what a wholesaling is is that it allows anybody without having a real estate license as long as you have the contract to actually lock down a property and be able to uh, legally uh, market that property and sell it to another investor that actually wants to buy it, fix it up, or go ahead, buy it and hold it as a rental. So as a, basically your middleman, in yep. short. Yep. You find okay. the deals and you bring it to the table of investors that have some extra cash. Right. And you make literally five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand. My biggest check was like forty two thousand dollars assigning a two page contract over to somebody. Wow. Yeah. So can you tell us, so, um, so you leave bank of, uh, what year was it when you kind of tell us like how you got yeah. into that? So you left, uh, you left the corporate world, you were doing banking, you were doing customer service, you're mm -hmm. doing all that stuff. 
Uh, you're down here in Florida. So, and I'm assuming you're in Florida. I was in Florida. Time, right? Yep. Uh, so how'd you, you, how'd you make that transition from the corporate world over to doing this? Yeah. So what happened was, um, 2009, I ran across this guy that was, uh, he was teaching his wholesaling stuff or whatever. He called it something else. Mm-hmm. I was down here in Miami, Memorial Weekend. I'm partying. I'm bagging girls. All you know. Oh, that's the worst time to be here, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Memorial Day Weekend. It was different 2009. Though, right? Okay. Yeah, back in the day. Different. Yeah. It wasn't as ratchet as it is nah, now, right? Like, you would see Lil Wayne driving out Ocean Drive. That's oh, wow. how different it was back Fox. then. Yeah. Yo, and you know what's true? Like, it's crazy because back then, that's when, like, you know, DJ Khaled was starting to put Florida on the map. Right. You know, we taking over and right. I'm so good. That was, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That was all. That was all coming up, Akon and all that other stuff. So, okay, so that makes so, sense. So, yeah, so it was different. It was before this craziness now. Before the craziness. So, anyways, um, so I, I'm down here Memorial Weekend partying. Yeah. I come back, and I see this guy. He's advertising this wholesaling stuff. I'm like, all right. And this guy had made, like, $20,000. And I'm like, and he made it in Tampa, where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, hold on. I'm over here partying. And this dude just made twenty grand. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, let me look into this stuff. Long story short, I didn't have the money to buy his course. Mm-hmm. But I borrowed it from my daughter's mom. She gave me, it was a $1,000 course. I bought it, got into it, made a lot of mistakes. I mean, tons and tons of mistakes. I actually put 26 properties under contract before I closed them. Oh, what? 26 failures. Oh. <laughs> 26. So you so you, um, so, so you, got the course through your, your, your baby's mother. Yep. And then at a, at a discounted price, so you started going through it. And then you made a lot of, I guess, did you not Every go mistake. through it all? Or? No, so this is the thing. Back then, <laughs> no, this, back then it was DVDs and workbooks. Oh, yeah. So I'm over here watching DVDs on the TV and stuff, trying to learn stuff. Yeah. There's no customer support with them. Yeah. Nothing. Like, yeah. you can't even get in contact with them. So I'm putting, doing stuff. This was back, too, during the real estate crash. Oh, yeah. 2008. Yeah, 2008 exactly. recession. Exactly. Right in the middle. Right. We're coming back from it. Yeah. So it was easy to find properties. You could literally go on MLS and just put in an offer with a realtor. And that's what I was doing. But, I mean, I was making so many mistakes getting properties priced too high or getting them in the wrong areas and things like that. And so every single one of the properties, I had to back out of the contract. Now, that's a good thing about wholesaling is that you have a, a, a period where you can actually back out of it. A window. Yes, yeah, a small window. Um, and so I was able to back out of all of them, except for one of them I almost ended up losing my $1,000 deposit. Oh. Yeah, almost. So, so, so just so people know, because right. wholesaling is something that me and Fresh don't do, okay. right? Like yeah. we, we do, we, we buy and hold. Buy and hold. So that's yeah. how we do everything, our, our crypto, our real estate, everything. Yeah. So this is fantastic. We're right. seeing another angle. So for the people that don't know, when you're saying you're down deposit, you're down payment, are you talking about like the earnest fee, like to get the property so, under a contract? Right. So okay. with, uh, when it comes to, cause I was going after properties from the bank. So with the bank, because they were foreclosed put, on. Right. So and for people that don't know, can you explain foreclosure real quick just for the Yeah, so know? when you don't pay your mortgage, if you don't pay your mortgage, <laughs> the bank is gonna come take your property. Exactly. <laughs> Give me mine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to don't, me. Don't be like they're gonna take it. Yeah. So uh, go ahead. So, so so this these were bank foreclosure properties. So I had to put at least a thousand dollar earnest deposit on. But this is what I did. I was broke. So I had the money. So what I would do is I would write a check out for a thousand dollars and then I would screen uh send a picture of them and say, Hey, listen, the check is on the way. This uh, specific property I was trying to get, mm-hmm. they made me mail the check in. I didn't even have the money in my bank, <laughs> so this is what I did I, to 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 get out of it because it was finesse. like they was they was literally I had to figure out a finesse. And I was like, all right, what I'm gonna do? Yeah. So my friend was like, yo, if you see if you show that it was mold in the property, then you're gonna be able to get out of it. So what oh. I did was I took a Pepsi and I poured it. <laughs> <laughs> I poured it in the what middle of the room. I pour a Pepsi, you know, it fizzes up. Yeah, yeah. I took a picture when it fizzed up and said, look, it's mold there. I can't buy the property anymore. And that's how I was able to get my deposit check. Back. Wow. That's, yo, low key it, though, bro. that's genius though. Because think yeah. about it. It's mold. We can do more mold. Yeah. Yo, that's I mean, the most Detroit thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, man. Because Detroit has Detroit property all over the place. So that sounds like something like, hey, I can't buy it no more, bro. The my mold. man said, I need that check by ASAP. I love it. But I like what you said, man. You said you didn't have the money up front, right. but you borrowed the money to make it happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people, they say, oh, I want to learn how to do this and do that. Yeah. And they don't have the money. I get that. But find a way to get it done. Because guess what? Yeah. That one uh, course that you bought changed your whole life. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's important. So um okay so so you get so uh so you had uh, so you had the twenty six properties yep the twenty seventh one twenty seven okay is when I closed my first deal I made five thousand dollars and I was like oh this is real mm. what, what mistakes did you make on those first twenty six 
Oh man, one of them. Um, give us give us two top mistakes. Two yeah, two or yeah, top two. Or top, yeah, yeah. yeah, top two. One of them was in a bad area. So the big thing is that you got to understand with wholesaling, we're essentially working for the cash buyer. Yeah, the cash buyers are paying us because we're bringing them deals they can't find on their own. Mm-hmm. I found a property that was a residential property, but it was in a rural area. So mm-hmm. nobody wants to buy houses where it's cows and stuff down the street. Yeah, you thanks. can't rent that out or, or fix it and flip it. Yeah, That was my fault. I'm thinking I'm getting a great deal. The deal was $19,000, but it was in a rural area. Mm-hmm. So I had to back out of that one. That was one of them. The second one was I, I priced it way too high. Mm-hmm. Um, just didn't know how to uh, really analyze properties and numbers. And I had it too high. And the buyers were laughing at me. Mm-hmm. Damn. Like, we can't pay this. And so some of them didn't even answer the phone after I sent them, you know, the information. So I had to back out. So that was the top two. I feel like having a mentor, though, would help you a lot because see those oh, mistakes that you made? Because, like, for example, even buying our first properties, if we didn't have our real estate mentors helping us along the way, yeah. we would have made hella mistakes. Thanks. So that's important. Right. Yeah. So you did it all on your own. Pretty much you watched the DVD course, did it all on your own and a yeah. lot of mistakes. And when you were overpricing, I guess, like, you, because you wanted a bigger cut, right? Of, yeah, exactly. the, of the deal. Exactly. So you were like, let me just, okay. Fair enough. Let's hit some of these super chats real quick. Because I saw some some of them flying fresh. Right. Nolan Baptiste, twenty bucks Canadian. Thank you, brother. Uh, we have uh, he's also a member of the chat. Self engineering nineteen five bucks. Thank you, Chris I five bucks. High value blue collar. Much respect for your father. There you go. Facts. Schoolcraft e three one three uh three one three. We in here. Shout out to the west side, east side, and southwest. Fresh and fit. Much respect. Salute. Okay, accountability party. Uh, become a high quality man with high value man resource and network. Thank you. Love fresh new vlogs. Uh, beats beats by AS3. Thank you, brother. Mister Dump your boyfriend. Uh, three hundred five. Thank you so much. Ten dollars and then five dollars. Andre Santos. Uh, you guys out here saving mankind. The kings you are creating won't let the world go to crap because of these chicks and those betas. Love from Portugal. Thank you so much, man. You go. So um, so you did your first. So you closed your first deal at five thousand, yep. and then what happened after that? So then after that, uh, I started. Continuing on, um, I've made still some mistakes, but I ended up start making money. I didn't get consistent though. Um, this is 09 you made your first time. 09, yeah. Okay. So 2010, I read this book. Um, are y'all familiar with Rich Dad Poor Dad? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Shout out to Robert Kiyosaki. Kiyosaki. Right. We might meet him, meet him soon. Yeah. Oh, they sit on camera. Oh, <laughs> oh my house like, got coming for you guys. So I read his book. That book literally changed my life because it's, it, sh- it showed me that if you continue to work for money, you're never going to get rich or wealthy. Mm-hmm. And that's when I made a decision. I read that book in January 2010. I said, May 7, 2010, I'm quitting my job. I don't give what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have my business consistently making money, but I was making enough money where I felt confident. And what I did was to push to make sure that I wouldn't renege on quitting. I took all my second vacation time before May. Damn. Mm-hmm. So kind of like when you... um. Get to Ellen. Who was the guy? Uh, Alexander the Great. I, I, fuck, I forget the conqueror, but he yeah. said burn so, the ships. Yeah, he burned the ships. You pretty much did that yeah. to, to your real life. Yep. That's crazy, man. So so you so you were still, when you co- had your first deal, you were still working at, was it Bank of America? Yeah, Bank of America. Okay, yeah. so you closed your first deal. You were still working at the bank. So you basically were like, oh, I'm taking all my vacation time. I'm about mm-hmm. to quit. Okay. And everybody was like, even my mom was like, you're stupid. Mm. Why would you quit? You yeah. Know? And I went through a lot of stuff like, you know, no cap, my, my BMW, I got that repossessed. Damn. Damn. And and it was crazy because I got to repossess. I was on the phone with my best friend. I had my uh, daughter in my hand yeah. looking out the window, and I see uh, my car getting repossessed. Mm. And then my friend was like, are you, he was like, you know, you okay? Whatever. I was like, listen, the one thing that my mentor um, had did tell me is that don't be so attached to things. Right. Mm-hmm. And you got you to gotta let go, you know, some things to get to, to you got to let go of the good to get to the great. And that's how I felt. Um, and so anyways, uh, I, I continued working, hustling. Um, my business took a very big turn. I would say around, around October of 2010, mm-hmm. stuff started getting more consistent. And then November, crazy story ever. I got it on my YouTube. Um, my mentor had a, a software that he was, um, putting out and it was a, a, a raffle that you can actually win the software, a laptop and a Hummer. I won. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. So I, I went from not having a car to now I have a Hummer wrapped with my company name. We buy houses, literally put me on the map um, in my city, and I was able to start really just getting consistent. This, you're doing this all in Tampa, right? All in Tampa. How'd okay. you win? Uh, what were like the requirements? So to win? you had to um, basically submit email addresses. You had to promote the software, and the more people that you uh, promoted to, and they got emails from your link. You got more submissions. Okay, gotcha. Uh-huh. Okay, all right. So they they basically were like, "Hey, help us build our email list, right. and we'll give you this." Mm-hmm. Which email marketing? We were talking about that this weekend. You need the that. importance of it, man. You need that a lot, even yeah. back then. 
Um, cool. Okay, so um, so you, you close your first couple. So you close your first deal. Yep. Now you get the Hummer. Now you're hitting it hard. This is yeah. what 2010, 2011. 2010, yep. Okay, and then like what what happened from there? Like, did you just keep closing deals and making it happen? Or yeah. So um, what happened was uh, so I, I started closing some deals. I was still doing everything myself. Mm-hmm. But I learned is also too as a business. If you're only the person working, you don't you don't have a business. You have an overpaid job. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you need a team, right? Yeah. So that's what I started doing. I, I started figuring out from you know getting with mentors and things like that. You can hire virtual assistants overseas. I got people that work for four dollars an hour. Yeah. VAs. So I started putting that in, in place. If and Nike what, could do it, you can too, right? Fiverr.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, FX. Um, but uh, so yeah, so so I started hiring VA, started hiring a team out, and um. What I actually uh, came across doing is how you can do it virtually. So the, the unique thing that I do, is, uh, which is a little bit different from most people, is that the properties that I flip now, mm-hmm. I don't ever even see them. Mm-hmm. I pay people to go take a look at them. Um, you don't literally have to, don't have to even be physically at the property, meet the homeowners, especially with the internet now. Mm-hmm. So you're able to do this virtually just as long as you have a computer, cell phone, and a couple of different softwares, things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, so you can do it for anywhere in the world, basically. Anywhere. I flip properties. I was, I, I was in Thailand for a whole month. Damn. 2016, we made like 20, a little over $23,000 that month. And I was in Thailand for the whole month. Nice. That's yeah. crazy. Chilling. Yeah. Chilling. Making money and saving uh, a lot because Thailand uh, is cheap. Laptop lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. laptop lifestyle for real, man. Okay. Um, Real quick, Super Chats. Uh, P. Willie, $100. Fresh and Fit, always dropping gems. I got to give some back. Heat emojis. Thank you so much. Yo, hey Chris, he, can you? We met him at the. Yeah, we CME. met him at the CME. Chris, can you mod him up real quick and throw yeah. him yeah, in the chat? Please give him well? a mod. Yeah, because uh, I told him I would mod him up. At the oh, thing. Cortez was the uh, the um tra- traveler that uh, burned the ships. Oh, okay, Cortez. Yep. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank Black you, someone, someone had to Wikipedia for us. There you go. Uh, and then I think real quick, up, right? I want to yeah. show uh, Chris's uh, YouTube channel. Yeah. If you don't mind, Chris. Yeah, let's show that. If you got a chance, because um, guys, real talk. We don't know wholesaling like like that. We don't buy and hold. Yeah, our strategy. Yes. So this is like you guys to get another. Um, you know, avenue to invest in real estate. So check it out for uh, wholesaling. Uh, Chris, um, you're sharing the YouTube yeah, screen. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's a it's a show within a show. It's, it's a, a reaction to a reaction. It's a reaction to a live reaction. Show. And yo, shout out to our boy Tricky Trini. We met him this weekend as well. Yeah, so Tricky Trini tri- 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 in the chat. Uh, but yeah, cool. this is Chris Bruce's YouTube channel, guys. Make sure to subscribe. Uh, Chris Bruce, one word, and uh, we had to hit that subscribe button as well. Hey um, man, we need by example. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for example, but go ahead. Where are you gonna, <laughs> you're gonna say? Yeah, so um, start like I said. We're doing it virtually, mm-hmm. um, built up my team. And then what happened was as I would start making money and I was actually just putting out content on my Facebook, people start reaching out to me. They was like, yo, can you teach me how to do this? Mm. And I'm like, mm. all right. And I actually, uh, my best friend, um, Dennis at the time, I um, taught him how to do it. He got his first deal within like four weeks. It was weird. I'm like, yo, it took me three months. Yeah. The first couple of weeks he got his first deal. It was crazy. Um, and then I, other people start reaching out to me as well. Um, and I was just charging people like a hundred dollars. Oh, and yes. that's what, what, what made me realize that I think I know what I'm doing when it comes to teaching. I had a guy from New Zealand. Oh. He paid me a hundred dollars and he did his first deal and made nine grand from New Zealand. Oh, Sheesh. damn. I said, all right, I'm onto something. Hell here in Cowland. Nine grand off the first deal. <laughs> yeah. I'll quit my job right there. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Holy smokes. So um, can you tell the people, I guess, because um, we're going to transition over to rental cars next, guys. Yeah. But um, I guess giving us a bridge version without giving away too many details yeah. of how to go from uh, beginning to end of a uh, wholesale deal. Yeah, absolutely. So main thing what you want to do first is you definitely want to know your market. You want to know, like, for instance, if you're in Miami, you want to know exactly where the hot areas where cash buyers want to buy. Mm. Right. Because you're going to be selling to a cash buyer. I think a lot of happens most people when they get in real estate, especially wholesaling, is they're looking for just people that are buying retail, but we're not selling to retail buyers. Mm-hmm. So once we figure out where the cash buyers are buying, then we what's want, a retail buyer? A retail buyer is somebody that's coming with financing. So okay, typically, coming yeah. to a bank. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, so you're you, a loan so you, from banks. You don't want cash. You want cash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of investors that are buying cash. Yeah, there are. A lot. China, Canada, <laughs> Russia. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. So what we do is once we know the areas where they're, they want to buy it, then we're going to start um, marketing in that area. So there's all different ways to market. Um, there's old school ways, door knocking, things like that. But nobody wants to do that shit anymore. Yeah. Who, who who does the the signs that say we buy houses? Is that? Yeah. Also? So that's called bandit signs. So a lot of people, that's why I started off too, putting out bandit signs. They're not as effective anymore mm. unless you're going to put out like 100, 200. You know, mm. like who has time to Yeah. Facts. Walk around and put them on lawns yeah. and stuff. We'll like buy that. your house right we'll now. buy your house, you know. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The guerrilla marketing is tough nowadays. Yeah. yeah. But. Because of the uh, softwares and things like that are out, um, you know, online, 
what you can do is uh, like, for instance, we have a software where we can pull a list of distressed homeowners, meaning that mm -hmm. because the biggest thing is that in order for us to um, be able to lock up a deal, because we want to get it at a good price, yeah. a wholesale price, yeah. where we can, you know, uh, sell it to an investor. We want to find people that are in the most distressed situations. Uh -huh. So you got people that haven't paid their taxes in three, four years. Sheesh. You got people that, you know, are facing foreclosure. You got people um, that lost their job. You have um, people that have a lien on their property. Mm. We got people that have liens because of child support. So you're not even going to the banks anymore like you did nah, when you started out. we're going straight to homeowners. You're going straight, straight to homeowners. Home. Oh, that's, that's a little game changer right there because yeah. a lot of people start out, let me go to the banks right. and figure out, okay, it's foreclosed, maybe I'll get a better deal. But you're you're trying to stop them before the bank even takes it. Exactly. Because the thing about it is when you're dealing directly homeowners, mm. you have more leverage because most homeowners, they've only sold a property and never bought one. So you get to create their first experience yeah. mm. and you get the you don't have to put down deposits. So what we do in our contract, we say we're going to give you um, we're going to close on a deal within 30 days. Yep. And we uh, put a ten dollar deposit on. That's it. hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah. So, and since and since they're they want that money quick, they so don't they, even they, worry they, about the deposit. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. And you're not even that, that's that's, a, that's so what, what makes them trust you over a realtor? So, the, yeah, good question. So the thing about us is what we're explaining to them is that when you're working with us, you're going to be able to um, not have to worry about closing costs. Damn. We're going to cover that because our buyers are going to cover it. Oh. We also explain to them that we're not realtors, so we don't charge you a fee. You sold me right oh. there, bro. That's all I need to hear from me. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go through you. Closing costs mess a lot of people yep. up. You know, because that's yep. money you got to have on hand. And right? realtor fees, that's, yeah. that's being waived. Yeah. Oof, sign me up right now. Yeah. yeah. And then we also say that you can sell to us as is. We literally have, I, I bought a property one time. This was probably the worst property ever. <laughs> literally this dude, he had stuff stacked up. I'm talking about food, dinners, and uh, all type of plates and everything. It was the worst house ever. He had a room that he hadn't been in there in five years. Damn. What? Yeah. But I made $32,000 selling that property. It was Damn. crazy. Yeah. So, That's what's up. So this, for people to know. So once you start marketing, you start talking with homeowners. Um, you explain to them the benefits, and then from there, you want to analyze the property. There's um, different websites like Zillow, Redfin, and a couple yeah, other different softwares. I as use well. Redfin. They have a good calculator on there. Yeah. You find out what a cash buyer would pay for the property, mm -hmm. and then what I tell people to do is, if you uh, if you know what a buyer is, say for instance, want to pay fifty thousand dollars for it, it's worth a hundred, mm -hmm. but, but buyers in the area are paying fifty, offer ten to fifteen thousand under. Because that's your price that's point your that price. you can sell it and profit there, right there. So if you come in and say $35, you make an offer, they accept it. And then you put it out there for 50. Even if a buyer comes back and says, yo, I only got 45, you're still going to make 10 grand on the deal. Mm, that's okay. what's up. So so you basically make, uh, you lock in a little contract with the person first. Right. Have that contract. And then you bring it to a dealer and be like, or sorry, a buyer, buyer. a cash buyer. And then yep. make it happen within 30 days. That's, that's, that's crazy stuff. Yeah. That's oh. a whole other world in real estate right there, man. Um, and Props the beauty you. is you don't have to you don't have to deal and I want to make this very clear guys he's not fixing and flipping it nope. yep. he ain't doing yep. none of that all no he's doing is costs. finding the deals mm -hmm. finding getting in touch with the buyer you know someone that's distressed which I think is like that's that's genius you know because they're they're incentivized to sell they don't want to lose their house like either get out now with like 20 30 grand right or 50 grand whatever you offer yeah. them and then and, and not get your house foreclosed or get a foreclosed and get nothing exactly so, so look, you guys ask us all the time how do you get into real estate with no money uh, pretty much up front? That's a good way. Now you can get into real estate doing wholesaling because guess what? You made that contract. Yeah. You, you and the buyer talk through. There's no uh, putting into investment in terms of like uh, down payment or even putting into rehab the property. And you get money right away. Right away. Check. Yeah. What would you say are the hardest things that you have to like, I guess, overcome when getting into wholesaling? Um, the hardest thing, what I would say is, especially in the market now, because right now the real estate market is on fire. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Especially here in Florida. All you New Yorkers, man. I'm, yep. getting, I'm getting four calls. Yeah. Bro, you New Yorkers, man, I hate you guys, bro. You guys have all come down here and destroyed, like, it's everything. All, all the houses are expensive as hell. Yeah, Some man. Real estate investor, I've lost, a, like, a couple of deals to New Yorkers, bro. I'm like, damn. Bro, I'm getting phone calls, hicking up by your property. I'm like, bro, I don't want to sell it. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> Crazy, bro. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so nah, that's, it's, that's how we're it in is. It too, so we know exactly yeah, right, what you're talking right. about. Yeah. So the thing about it is that it's easy to find buyers, but the challenge now is finding deals. Um, because you got to find again, you, you got to get the, the key is getting a property that has equity. Yeah. That's what you're selling. You know, you're selling a property with 30, 40% equity to a cash buyer. Mm. So the challenge is finding and equity. Deals. Can you tell them for the people that don't know what equity is? Yeah. So wait, let's say, for instance, if the property is worth a hundred thousand dollars, you get it for seventy thousand dollars, you have 30% equity in it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So that challenge is definitely finding the deals. 
And that's what I actually um, stress on in teaching my, my, my students. There are different ways. One example. So most people, like you said, uh, fresh with, the, with people putting up bandit signs. Mm-hmm. I look at what's the most, what's the one way that people love to communicate? Text. Text. Yeah. So what we start doing is that we understand that most people might not respond to a bandit sign. They might not respond to a cold call. They might think it's a bill collector. Their phone number and text them. We're getting a 78% response rate. Mm. Minimum. That's high. Damn. Minimum. If you got that with an email, you'd be a God, yeah. let alone on For text real. message. Yeah. And so that's what we use to get in contact with these homeowners. And then it's just a numbers game. You know, there's going to be people that are not interested. Gonna be people that might cuss you out. People that just not really ready to sell even at the price that you want to get it for but there's so many distressed people prime example right now is because getting ready to happen they put a law in place to save people because of covid for a mortgage yeah yep um not paying their mortgage not paying their rent guess what that's going to end yes what what's it called uh moratory right before uh it's called the moratory like yep. yeah and when does it end and uh they keep pushing it back i don't, so I don't know what biden's going to do um okay now but it should have ended already. There's, that there's a name for it too, like uh, deferrals. Yeah, like, yeah I, I think it's called the mortgage. Because I I went with this when I was closing my deal in March. That like, uh, you know, we would basically I put something in writing in there that like, you know, the once the moratorium ends, like, you know, you're still gonna owe what money, whatever it is. But like, yeah. basically, a lot of people that rent and or uh, live in your property, they can kind of like get by for a few months without paying, and you can't evict them. Yeah, you, you know can. But see, so, the bad thing about work. it is that when the end, well, on this time. You have to have all of the money up front. So some people was getting away like, oh, I'm not going to pay my mortgage because they said I don't have to. But at the end, they're going to actually require all of that money up front. Most people are going to end up not having that money. Oh, yeah, that's true. So that's why if you're so they're making them pay the back the backlog right. of rent. They didn't put that on the back of the mortgage. They put that it's going to have to be all up front. Oh, I remember. No, it's forbearance. Yep, forbearance. Oh, yeah, forbearance. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So that's the difference when you have a forbearance is that all of the money is going to be due up front. So the people that get into the market right now, once that happens. People are saying this crash is going to be worse than uh, 08. Damn, because, dude, you know, people have lost their jobs and they're just living because it's free, technically. Yeah, well, you're right. When it's over, how do you have that money? They're not, they're not going to have it. They're yeah. going to be on the streets. Yeah, right. a lot of people have been like, especially here in Florida and Miami, like a lot of people just been like chilling, not paying. Rent Partying, just because getting, getting lit. Because they don't right. have to pay. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah. man, I even had one of my tenants, bro. I ain't going to say where, but she was <laughs> giving me, it's like, just remember that there's a more time, man. And I was like, yo, who are you talking to, bro? <laughs> I'll, I'm not my dad. I'll kick you out, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I will personally kick you out just to be petty. Like, I don't care. So, um, oh, man. So, okay. Transitioning over. Actually, so, real quick. Okay, go Because ahead. Uh, you're pretty successful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, You've done, you know, the trial and error, the L's, the W's. I want to ask you this, man, Chris. What is your definition of success? Definition right, of success. Um, yeah. For me, it's not just money. Mm-hmm. Uh, is being able to have time freedom and just just being being free at the end of the day, being able to live you know on your own terms. I think, you know, I know some people that make a lot of money, but they're not free. Yeah. And so for me, it's freedom. That's what means success. If you're free, um, you're not a slave to anybody. You, that's success to me. Same for me. All right, Myron, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just gonna go into the Toro stuff. Yeah. Uh, because you know, uh, and for those that don't know, uh, what can you explain what Toro is and how you? Yeah, do that? absolutely. Um, so Toro is a app for it's like a Airbnb for cars, car rentals. So you're able to rent out your car, your personal car, um, and be able to make you know cash flow um every single day, um, pretty much. And so, I actually, just got into that this year, um, in April. Okay. Yep. Got into it. I bought four cars. Um, and it's been going crazy, man, mm. you know, because right now, first off, everybody's traveling now because, you know, COVID is kind of ending and everything else and whatnot was everybody getting vaccines and stuff. So people feeling more safe to be outside. Mm. But the issue with COVID is that they didn't produce a lot of cars because of that. Uh, yeah. So the car, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So the car agencies right now are, they, they're lacking cars. And so more people are finding out that, Hey, listen, I can go to Turo. And I can go rent a car from somebody and I can get a different type of car. It, for instance, a Tesla. You're not going to find out a budget or enterprise. Hurts. Yeah, facts. You yeah. Know? And so that's the, uh, which is so cool is that you can actually rent out your personal car um, and be able to make cash flow from it. You know, and this is seamless. They literally can go on an app, order it just like Airbnb. Um, and, you know, they pay you every two days pretty much. Mm. What cars do you recommend someone buy if they're going to get into Toro? Because I know like Mercedes do pretty well on the C uh, class, but what cars would you recommend for people to buy for yeah, Toro? Especially if you're in Florida, Jeep. 
my Jeep is rented out every single day. Mm. Oh, wow. Like, what are we talking? Like, Grand Cherokee, Wrangler? Uh, I have a uh, Gladiator, the pickup Gladiator. truck. Oh, okay. But the Wrangler is just as good. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, those are real good. So, that does real well oh, up in man, Tampa? That's my th- it, it does in Florida because think about it, the beach. People want to take the yeah. top off and, yeah. stunt and everything else. So, the Jeep is my number one. Tesla is also good, too. Man, that's some gems, y'all. He just yeah. told you what cars to buy <laughs> yeah. to make yeah. money right now on Turo. And I'm going I'm to I'm give y'all some more gems. So the thing about it is that you want to have multiple cars. You can mm-hmm. test it out with just your personal car if you want to. What I tell people is like, listen, I bought four cars in a week and a half because you want to get them all before they hit your credit. Oh, okay. I got a friend that bought 10 cars in two weeks. Get all of the and you, what you do is you buy them and you you go to different dealerships, different brands. So I have a Jeep, I have a Tesla, I have a Mercedes, and then I also um have a uh, BMW i8. Sheesh! You know what? That's that's actually literally that just I was just thinking about that. Like why you do, why would someone do that? But it's because that that hard check is not gonna happen. yeah because they, yeah. when you're when you're shopping rates and you're trying to buy a car, just like when you're trying to buy a home. They expect you to do a bunch of different inquiries right. in that time period. So if you buy a bunch of cars in that time period, it's not going to ding you as bad. Exactly. Because as we all know, when you you know when they do a credit check on your car, uh, credit check on you. Sorry, when you try to buy a car, it's a hard check, which will decrease your credit Man, score. My brain is tingling, bro. Yeah, that's 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 like that's really that's that's good stuff. So <laughs> that's you bought the gem right there, bro. Four cars, four cars in in a span of a week, basically. Yep. Damn. And, and, so a Tesla, a Jeep, and you said an Audi uh, uh, i8. No, I, I8, and then I have a Mercedes, Mercedes. E400. Oh, yeah. right in the middle. Yeah. Cause the E, for those that don't know, you got the C, then you got the E, and then you got the S, right? S, that's yep. still like that's for the sedan at least. Right. So the E is right there in the middle. So it's big enough, like you know, where it still looks pretty nice and executive, but it's also small enough where it's not like too long, like exactly. the, the S class. Yep. So you get it right there in the middle of the road. And damn. It, um. So the Jeep does the best, and then what does the second? Tesla is the best. Se- te- Jeep is the first, and then Tesla is right after it. And what model for Tesla? Model three. Okay. Yep. Man, if you guys yeah. can just like. Pause the video. <laughs> Come back to it later. Replay this whole part here. Yeah. You got some money saved up. That's the best way to do it. There and, you go. And uh, how, um, can you tell us anything else about Tour that you wanted to share as far as like how, I, I don't know if you want to talk about how much he money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the gems, bro. He can yeah. all the gems. Yeah. 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 You got to go to his, his channel. channel. <laughs> yeah, go on his channel. But I mean, is there anything else you want to tell them about Tour? Um, just the, the cool. That's a new one. Yeah. The yeah. cool thing about it is that because most people say, well, you know, if you're getting these cars, what about um, insurance and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. So Turo provides their insurance. own insurance through Liberty oh. Mutual. Mm-hmm. And what you can do is you can go out there and you give them a split. So I tell people, do the 70-30 split. They take 30%, uh, but you get one of the best insurance policies for the people that rent out. Um, and then It goes up to, I think it's a million dollars, right? 750000 Damn, that's a lot. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, that that way and you and the cool thing is that you don't even have that personal insurance. You can oh, just rent, you can just use their insurance. Sheesh. Yeah. God damn. And do you drive any of these cars? Or are they always just like pretty much out for rent? Like you don't use them yourself? It's not really. Um, you know, I like ride my Rolls Royce. So. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. What years are your uh, Rolls Royce? Twenty seventeen. Damn. Nice. Okay, I'm curious, bro. So what inspired you to buy that car? Man, that's crazy. Um It's a Phantom? It's a Wraith. Okay. Right. So I was at a, um, this is why I tell people the power of proximity is, is the number one thing. It's not about just reading about success and you got to be around it. Logistics. You have to be around it because it's going to just change your, your perception. Everything else is going to change far as seeing and and just how ideas and things like that, that you can actually start to implement and stuff like that. Right. So, um, I was in Atlanta, this was September. Um, I got a couple of my friends, they do a ride out. Um, every month they get all their foreign cars. These are entrepreneurs, no rappers, no athletes. They get all their foreign cars. And they drive around with a police escort and just pretty much stunt, mm. you know, put video content out for their, for their, um, you know, channels and things like that. Yeah. So I flew down there and, uh, shout out to my friend, Neo. He had just bought his Wraith and, um, he let me sit in it and we rode and I rode in it and I just sitting in it. <laughs> I was like, I want this car. Yeah. And I, he was like, listen. You got 30 days to buy your net. You buy your car. We're going to do another one. You got 30 days to buy one. When I came home, I'm going to tell you, because I had a girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Um, she gone now. <laughs> she gone now. Um, but I probably didn't even talk to her for like a week and a half. I told my sales team, everybody, I said, we're going to go crazy. Let's put it. We got, we got a 30-day we got a span. 
I bought the car two weeks later. Damn. Nice. Found one down here in Pompano Beach. Nice. Um, put the money down. It was crazy. Um, yeah. Like, so I was the motivation that I got, because I, mean, I didn't even want that car. I wanted a Bentley. Mm. When I saw a Bentley, uh, I was like, that's kind of more female. That's yeah. Really yeah, me, yeah. You, know? you know, it's funny. I always say to people, right? Even uh, this trip to Vegas that we took, right? Yeah. I rented a Lamborghini Aventador, right? Yeah. And it's funny. I had the McLaren 720S and the Aventador. So I drove both. And I always said to myself, you know what? I want to get a McLaren because it looks dope. It's fly, whatever. Right. I drove it. I was like, I don't really want this car, man. It's it's, it's too quiet. Mm. Got a, we, you know, we got into, into the Aventador, drove it. I was like, bro, we need this car, bro. Like, this car is legit. The sound, the appeal, everything was just cool about it. So just sitting in a car, even driving the car itself. And I said all the time, you know what? You want a dream car? Rent it for Absolutely. a day. Feel it out. Because you can go to a dealership and get test drive for like 15 minutes, but that's not really doing anything. Drive it for a day, feel it out, so you can experience it for yourself, and then decide what you want to do. And then guess what? The motivation to get the car after you drove it is like, yo, I need this in my life. I'm and gonna I'll, push you. And I'll say this too. Like you, uh there's as you guys know, I'm like kind of a hardcore moonless. I don't like really like to wear design or anything. You guys are always gonna be seeing me wear my old other stuff, and I'm about to like burn all my regular clothes <laughs> if it's not our own stuff. But one thing that I've always dreamed of is getting Lamborghini as a kid. And I'll tell you this. When we were driving in Vegas and at Aventador, we're going to get one now. You Bats. know what I mean? By yeah. far. Uh, Red one and all that other stuff. And, you know, it'll be the one thing that I have that's, like, nice. But, you know, uh, I think, you know, having having getting something that you've been dreaming about as a kid. I mean, hey, man, you know what I mean? You, you got you to gotta live life a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, don't be an idiot. Purchase it in a way right. that's going to mitigate the risk because it is definitely a liability. So if you could find a way to buy it, that is going to maybe even if you could turn it into an asset is a great way, you know, use it as a marketing tool. But yeah, it was a fantastic car. And I see, I know exactly how you feel because now we're motivated. We're yeah. like, all right, we got to get this too, man. Hey, man. That thing, that thing, I, I wrote it down. I was like, damn, this is, this is way better than my Honda. <laughs> my 2002 Honda. So, um, but yeah, you got one life to live, man. And I just said, yeah. I said it all the time, manifest it, sit in it, right. smell it, touch it. If you can't drive it, because I'm telling you right now, that can put fire under your ass to, to get up and do, and do shit. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Organic and talk yeah. about car reviews because yeah. we wanted to originally get a Huracan. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm. Like we were going to get a Lambo, get a Huracan. But everyone and, has uh, one. And they were like, right. everyone has one. Right. And they were like, bro. Top of the mook. You know, don't be. Top of the mook. If you're going to get a, uh, a Lambo, you got to do an Evander. You don't get a goddamn Huracan. And I was like, damn. All right. Fine, bro. So uh, quick, super, real, real quick with the super chats. Uh, Peebly became a YouTube member. Oh, Thanks so much, Peebly. Peebly, man. Thank you. Man, Peebly's uh, a newly modded up guy. Uh, Aman Sharma, $10. I'm planning on transferring some of my crypto gains into cash flowing S uh, SFHs next year, specifically in the Detroit area. Was that? Oh, we got some gifted subs as well. Oh, on, uh, on Twitch. On Twitch. Thank you so much, guys, for the gifted subs. Who, uh, who was the trade? Well, that's... Dr. Oh, Golden shout out to Dr. Golden Oak for those kids so on Twitch. Subs, man. Shout out to all the uh, Twitch gang in there as well. Uh, okay, and he goes, uh, specifically in the Detroit area, how can I see what real estate deals you have available? I don't have any deals in Detroit, but I'm well connected, obviously, in the city for people that do have deals. So just shoot me a message on Instagram. Actually, is there a website that they can go to to kind of like uh, get into this program or no? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, uh, Chris, could you uh, just, if you don't mind, Chris, uh, there's a website that he shared with us earlier. Um, is, is that the one or the one? Yeah, one? yep. Cool. So just show them real quick. Yeah. VirtualFlippingRiches.com, right? So, so yep. tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I do have a training course um, that, you know, I, I actually teach people how to get started in real estate wholesaling virtually specifically mm -hmm. because I want you guys to build a business around your desired lifestyle. I don't want you to just have an overpaid job. Right. Um, so I got uh, a course available for you guys. You know, uh, you can go ahead and check that out on that site, VirtualFlippingRiches.com forward slash now. Um, and also have a free training uh before you know if you want to kind of get a little bit more details of how everything works um if you go to virtualwholesaleclass.com or you can actually text uh fresh and fit take text fresh and fit to the number 33444 there you go there you Bang, go man and four four four. and guys all the links will be in the description below as well um, and guys, you can't fake yeah. buying a, buying a riff. You can't. So obviously, this 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 is working <laughs> yeah. very well. You can't fake. So buying you can't that fake one. that. Uh, okay, Jay Weezy, a real man knows he has to go through the harshest struggles for success. Doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down, you get up and persevere. Thank you so Thanks. much, uh, Mister Dump Your Boyfriend. So he knows about Tuan uh, Tuan F Stock. That's an airplane company in Thailand. Thank you, uh, Cody Haigag. Uh, Two dollars first time catching the live show. No longer a ninja. Thank you. It's about Thank damn you, time. Guys, time. I like the video, man. We have like, what, 70 people not subscribed? 70%? Uh, yeah, it's it's like almost 60% not Come subscribed. Come on, guys. On this channel. And then on the Fresh Fit Clips channel, it's 91% of you guys aren't subscribed. So like the goddamn video, comment, Facts, and subscribe, man. man. Help us go up in the it's algorithm. It's free. 
You know, Jeremy Haynes, Ian Court, $5, donate $5 to the Twitch stream. Thank you so much for donating all our Twitch people, man. Thank you guys so much. We're highlighting your guys' comments yep. in there. So watch us on Twitch. Open up another tab. Better quality. Twitch.tv slash Fresh and Fit Podcast. It's close, actually better quality. Close Pornhub and, and get on Twitch as well. Yeah, seriously, man. Open up another uh, link. Shout out to Josh and Lauren and Twitch, by the way. Oh, Shout out to Josh you. and Lauren. Uh, okay, so thank you so much. Much love. Okay, Ari, Nicole, 10 hours. I swear every guy should follow Fresh and Fit. You will change the game with better men being made from your content. Absolutely. We don't just yep. teach you guys how to womanize. We teach you guys how to make money to and become successful. And we, we bring the best guests possible to help you with that happen. Exactly. Yep. John Quinn, five hours. I'm just confused how if they're about to lose their house and if you offer them less than it's worth or what they owe, how do you pay back the bank? Yeah, so what happens is that if you're if you're in a foreclosure situation and they – are uh, they owe too much? They're over leveraged. Then you're gonna have to actually do a short sale situation. Mm -hmm. um, so basically, what happens is you have to get it approved by the banks to actually um, get the price lowered down. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a little bit more work than just traditional wholesaling, but okay. you got to get them to show that they're distressed that the property is over leveraged, meaning that they owe more than what the property is worth. There you go. Then the banks will approve it. Then you'll be able to lock it up in the contract and then wholesale it. Do you hire, hire your own appraiser to determine that? Or yeah, well, you got to honestly got to get a realtor that has a connection with banks. and, and, and okay. Because at that point, they, they just want to get out of, out of that deal. Out of the deal. Okay. Yeah, so they'll, right. they'll, get their own, they'll get an yeah. appraiser for you. You just yeah. got to get a connection. But you can go after that. What I told you was that there's so many properties that maybe even be free and clear, but they've been behind their taxes. Detroit has that problem. Detroit taxes yeah. is ridiculous. Damn. These people own their property free and clear. Yet they're behind eight, twelve, fifteen thousand in taxes. Where they come up with that money? Yep. So, so you go in and give them twenty thousand dollars or whatever. The house may be worth fifty, sixty thousand. They're getting some money. They're paying off the taxes, so they get whatever the uh, proceeds left, and then you wholesale it and make your five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars. There you go. And and didn't the, didn't the federal government have to bail out Detroit with, with uh, a couple years ago? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was because of that reason, right? Mm -hmm. With the taxes. No. Damn. Um, okay, uh, going back to Super Chats real quick. Okay, 10 hours Malone. Good question, by the way. Uh, people hate you guys for making women accountable, ignoring the value you give men outside of dating. Last video with the roommates will change many lives, including mine. And this video here is class. Absolutely. You got and it. And Frank Sinar, $13.99. Should, should I just rent my truck out? Thanks for the gems. That's in Canada. Hey, man, go ahead and do it, bro. See if what you happens. can, put on Turo. Zuhir G, $10. Hey, guys, love Money Monday. Question, how to use the end of the moratorium on foreclosures to own property? What is the best time to get in? Yeah. Um, what you can do is when the end of it is that, really, like I said, as long as they're not over leveraged, um, you can be able to buy it and be able to wholesale it because it has equity. Now, if it's over leveraged, it means it's negative equity. Let's say, for instance, they owe 100, mm -hmm. but the property is only worth 60. Mm -hmm. um, really, you have to do it some creative, different owner financing, uh, different strategies, or you can do a short sale. I, okay. I tell people recommend that way. Short sale. Yeah. Okay. And real quick, and we for, got oh, go ahead, go ahead. two new patrons. At a two hundred dollar VIP tier, we oh, got shit. Art. Thank you guys. And we got Charles Phillips. Welcome to Welcome the guys. We're gonna have a Zoom call that. tomorrow for you guys. Yep. We do, as you guys know, at the at the two hundred tier, guys, we do one weekly Zoom call uh, where we talk about fitness, finances, girls, whatever it is, and it's like an open, like kind of mastermind call where we talk about everything. Yep. Um. It's so. Can you tell the people real quick what a short sale is for those that might not know? Yeah. So, like I said, with a short sale, basically what happens is is that these people, um, they owe too much they owe they they owe a hundred thousand dollars hundred twenty thousand dollars and the property um is not worth that anymore mm -hmm. so what you can do is uh you have connections with the bank asset managers you can show them hey first off this person is in distress in a, in a situation where they can't pay their mortgage and even paying their mortgage doesn't make sense because the property is not even worth what yeah. they owe so he ain't never going to give you guys He's your never money gonna give, you're not going to get your money yeah. yeah so what we can do is we can actually negotiate and get them to take a lesser uh amount and clear that whole you know balance out with the mortgage mm -hmm. and especially when you have a cash buyer is going to come in and, and take and you know pay whatever the money is as well too yeah. so the transaction is going to go very fast the yeah. bank's going to get something versus you they're going to lose it and get nothing nothing then they're going to have to uh, take it back. They're going to put it back on the market and they're going to put it at a low. First, it'll either go to auction and then somebody may buy from auction or if not, it's going to go as a what is called a real estate owned property on the MLS. Mm. And that's why that's yep. why the banks love it so much, because cash buyers can kind of come in and make that deal happen in that's two weeks one, versus two. a month. Yep. Yep. You know, so I guess just for those that might want to get into this and they're having a situation like that where, mm -hmm. you know, the place is over leveraged. So do you have to basically set up an extra step where you as the wholesaler and the buyer Go to the bank and have a meeting and say, "Hey, listen, that's what we want to do." Like, is that how you guys? No, not necessarily. But like I said, it, it's it's easier for um the uh 
the, the, the realtors that have those connections with the banks and then oh they do the negotiation they do negotiation for you and okay. then they'll say okay we got approved for this amount and then that way you'll put it under contract saying that I'm gonna buy it from the homeowner and then you'll go ahead and shop it around to market and wholesale to the buyer okay so yep. oh all right so awesome yep. um and then King Life ten dollars uh what was it okay how much do you rent out the Mercedes for uh the E four hundred is going for one between one forty one fifty a day. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, 10 hours of Sharma. I'm planning on transferring some of my crypto gains into cash flowing SFH is next year, specifically in the Detroit area. Uh, okay. And then we already answered that one. Yep. And then free game from Doza Fame, uh, $10. Uh, thank you so much. For, uh, and then we got uh, Dr. Lee, Dr. D. Lee Pierce. No, yeah. Thank you for the cats for great uh, meeting y'all in the Vegas. You cats are some real stand-up dudes. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, we met a lot of good people in Vegas, man. It's good to put the name to the face. Absolutely. Uh, especially on the live streams. Mr. Dumb, your boyfriend, 305, $10. Shout out to Chris and Trey. Yeah, shout, shout out to, to Chris and Trey in the back, man. Making sure the sound and camera switching is all good. And then, Chris, we're caught up? Yep, caught up. Okay. John. And thank you guys for all the Twitch people. And then, John, with the $2 super sticker. Thanks, thank man. you so much. Um, So, you're in touring uh, uh, with Turo and with the real estate game. So, what are the top three things you think people should invest in you uh, as far as like making money in 2021 and beyond? Yeah, yeah. right now, um, definitely, I would say, you know, obviously real estate, mm -hmm. anything that could make cash flow too. I mean, crypto, I had just got into it because it's, it's kind of hard not to, right? Yeah. There's so right. much stuff going on. Definitely educate yourself. Um, but yeah, stocks, crypto, um, I would say, uh, you know, something that could, could produce passive income. Yeah. So another thing uh, that, you know, I do obviously with um, selling training, I tell people is create your personal brand. Mm. Right. So if you can go out and create your personal brand, you can leverage that and produce cash flow, teaching whatever it is that you're good at. Um, or you might have um, services or whatever that you offer. But leveraging that, you know, in a course or in like a mentorship program, your personal brand, you can make a lot of money and you can help a lot of people. Um, and that's just investing in yourself, period. So I, I tell people that's that's what you got to do. It's funny, man, because your brand, you could literally monetize like your whole life. Like, Absolutely. Your brand can go anywhere, bro. So that's very powerful. Yep. So um, as far as, so you personally, so uh, you're in Turo? Yep. Wholesaling. Yep. Do you have real estate property yourself as far as yes. like that you buy and hold? Yep. Okay, mm -hmm. awesome. Um, and then, uh, and, you, and you're in crypto as well? Crypto. Yep. Are you in uh, stocks? Stocks. I have a little bit of stocks, not too much though. Okay. I'm just kind of getting that. But um, yeah, next I'm about thing, to get into it too. Next thing I'm getting into is Airbnb. I'm actually looking for some oh, stuff yeah. down here. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Bro, Airbnb is we like a some. hot thing. We know some guys that are uh, that are in that. It's we not talk easy. Man, about it too. It's not easy, yeah. but you could you, you could definitely make it work. It's yeah. tough. And then the other thing too is the boat game, man. Like oh, that's yeah. another yeah. thing we yeah. talk with Bandman about it. The the thing is is that with the boat game, it's a high threshold to get in. Yeah, but, but you make in? that money back quickly, man. It's true. I thought about it like. If you drop one to two mil on a boat, right, uh, maybe you could partner up with someone and get the money to do it. But regardless, you get that money in. You could charter it two, three times a day, make ten, almost $10,000 a day if you yeah. do it right. Think about it. When people come to Miami, where are they? That's what Either on the boat or jet skis. Facts. That's where it's, we in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you guys this right now real fast. If you see a chick on a boat, best believe she ain't pay for that shit. It's, uh, <laughs> it's three or four Facts. niggas from New York or Memphis Facts. or some shit. They Facts. bought it. One of them's a rapper named Lulu or some shit like that with a gold <laughs> chain, and they're smashing her on the boat, throwing 1942 Yo, on the throat. That's or no guy. With you know what I'm Your girl says I'm going on a boat trip. Like, yeah, you're going on a whole trip. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I, I just want to make that very clear, man. Oh, you see a girl that's on a boat in Miami? She belongs to the streets. streets. <laughs> like you guys, best believe these girls do not pay for these boats, bro. They be on there getting invited. Like it's a whole boat industry here, bro, where they yep. just invite the chicks and the dudes are there. They've already dropped, you know. Five ten thousand dollars on the boat, no matter how, regardless of how big it is, you can make a lot of money on these dudes. Because then when they come down here, they want that Miami experience. They're gonna pay. They're gonna have the girls there. All that. So that being said, our yacht party is gonna be lit. So there yeah, you go. exactly. <laughs> so uh, how important is it, Chris, to find a mentor in anything, especially with wholesaling? Yeah, um, it's important. The thing about it is that most people think like, well, I don't want to pay for, you know, somebody to teach me when I can go learn it myself, mm -hmm. right? But the issue is that you're gonna make a lot of mistakes. So I'll tell Facts. people, you, yeah. you did 26 yeah. times. Holy you don't make a mistake. So what I tell people is that instead of making the mistakes, pay somebody else, you know, to to, to really just um, shorten that learning curve. Learning curve. You know what I'm saying? So having a mentor is everything. Facts. I tell people, uh, I say, you know, you should always have a mentor. Uh, you should always have a hand up to a mentor and a hand down to a mentee. So mm. as you're learning, it's also good to be able to teach other people, help other people out as well, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's um, 
there's a lot of reciprocity as well, too, that comes back with it. Um, but yeah, having a mentor is key. I always, always have a mentor. Um, I paid a mentor last year, $30,000. Yeah. Damn. No, yeah. it's important, man. I, yeah. I agree. You need a mentor, man. Me and Fresh have a mentor. You have a mentor. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone that's successful that I know has a mentor. a mentor. Even multimillionaires, they have a mentor. You know what and I'm saying? And they pay them like probably hundred k sometimes. Yeah. They pay them 100 a hundred bands a month, something crazy like that. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it, it, you you just need a mentor, bro. And it, it it they they tell you the cutting edge stuff, and then when you have a mentee, I like that you mentioned that it keeps you sharp too because yep. they might bring up something that you were like, yeah, I didn't think about that, and then you can go to your mentor All and right. get the best answer. You can stay on top of your game. There's a reason why doctors, surgeons, etc. They, they call it a practice because they're continuously learning new medicine. They're continuously che checking up on what's going on mm -hmm. and they're progressing. You know what I mean? This isn't like a static type environment. You have to continue to improve exactly. or die. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So how many students have you, uh, I would say, coached from, I guess, like from, from uh, when, when you started? Man. Um, Roughly. Maybe personally, mm, I would say at least like 200 something god damn that's a lot yeah that's a lot each person individually that's, yeah, that's a lot that's yeah. a lot yeah. it's not like a lot but that's a lot yeah, yeah that's a lot bro like especially doing like that type of coaching where you're like you know because yeah. for those that don't know man it, it's tough bro like you know coaching people one-on-one -on -one and like dealing with their individual problem finding a right. strategy for them yep. adapting it and then you know helping them out because obviously everyone lives in different places right. the market is different in that area you know being in florida for example i'll give you guys an example because i'm in real estate myself right like in florida it's hard to buy you get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. you're going to lose out to cash investors, whatever it is, yep. from Boston, New York, whatever it is. But I just started looking back in Connecticut, where I grew up. And the fortune for me, I would never buy in Connecticut otherwise, but my dad's there, so he can, like, do the maintenance, whatever. Right. There's some deals in Connecticut where you can get, like, you know, 20-plus percent cash-on-cash return, but I wouldn't, you know, it, every market's different. You know what I'm saying? So that's the importance of having someone Absolutely. that knows what they're doing. He can kind of advise you, like, hey, you know what? This market, you might want to get into here. You know what I'm saying? Like, that because your place is too hot, too competitive. Right. You might not have the capital to be able to compete. So, that's true. Yeah, that's important. Uh, so Noah Baptiste, 20 hours. Fresh and Fit, what do you guys think about uh, learning real estate for free to gain experience and resources? I'm be honest with you, uh, with you, bro. There's so many things that, that can go wrong in real estate. Yeah, Doing it by yourself, bro. You, you can learn the fundamentals uh, to some extent on YouTube and, like, from, you know, reading books. But to actually go and actually do it yourself with money. Bro, I recommend you go find a mentor ASAP. Find a mentor. I had a mentor, my first property, and I killed it. Yeah. Right? He had a mentor as well, first property, killed it. So I would just say, and then you find your mentor yeah. as well. So, bro, 100%, find a mentor. Don't waste time. Because that learning curve, guys, I'm telling you, it's not worth it. And like, if you don't have the money, get into wholesaling, guys. Yeah. Like, this, this, this is actually like a fantastic way to get into real estate exactly. without money. And you have a guy right here that's kind of like learned. And you did it in the worst time. You did it yeah. when there was a recession. Right. Let alone now where the market's hot and you can find exactly. deals. But, yo, here's the play, though, right? You get money from wholesaling, you stack that up, and then you go invest in uh, exactly. buy and hold. Yeah, exactly. Yep. yep, exactly. Cool. Uh, Mr. Dump, your boyfriend, 305, $10. Uh, stock market school was a waste of our time. Well, he's approved that there right now. Go, man. <laughs> school, and now he's making more money than I his left, former accountant. Friend. I left school, too. Um, okay, Nick, Robert, five hours. Appreciate you guys. Keep doing what you do. Thank you so much. Thank you. And then, uh, we, yeah, I think we're caught so, up. Chris, last question, bro. This is going to be heartfelt. Okay. <laughs> so what piece of advice would you give to somebody that's young coming up? To be successful in whatever they're doing, especially wholesaling. Um, outside of getting a mentor, uh, what I tell people to do is first off, figure out what is your why. What do you want to do this for? Because there's so many different ways to make money. Right? Yeah. Um, what I have a why, and um, outside of having your why, because the thing is that you're going to have a lot of challenges. Raw, I said it can't just be money. Um, I've taught personally to some people, but I've had my course. I've People I've had over three thousand people that bought my course. Damn! And not everybody has been successful, even though we have a lot of success stories. Not everybody's been su successful, mm -hmm. but the ones that have is because they found their why, and it's bigger than money. Mm -hmm. And so nice. I tell people is that what is your why? It could be your kids. It could be you want the time freedom. Um, it could be you want to give back to your community. Whatever that is, and then make that to the the the, the top priority of why you're going to go so hard. And when you're going through your struggles. Look at that why. You know what I'm saying? Um, another thing, too, is, uh, again, I said the power of proximity. You have to change your environment. You have to change your friends. I tell people, get the you have your, your friends that you grew up with, and then you have a circle of influence. Mm. The circle of influence is those people that you're influenced, in a sense, by, but they're all people that are literally have some of the same goals, dreams, aspirations that you have. And so there's no hating and stuff like that. Cause you know how it is sometimes when you're getting ready to start something. Oh yeah. You know, people crabs in a bucket. Don't man. do that, man. I talked about. I don't believe in that. Yeah. 
<laughs> Especially coming from where you came from. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you got to, when you upgrade your financial situation, man, I hate to say sometimes you got to upgrade your circle too, you bro. Do. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes there's a couple guys that are going to ride or die with you no matter what. You could pull them up alongside you, but you got to be able to filter out the haters, man, because they're yeah. going to be they're going to be poisonous. Sometimes it'd be your family. Like I said, my own mom, she didn't really believe in what I was doing because I was struggling. Now I just retired my mom this year. She's 60. She don't have to work anymore. You know what That's I'm saying? That's gangster, man. It's a beautiful feeling. And, and so I tell you again, what, is, what are you doing for? What's your why? Change your friends in the sense of not saying you have to completely get rid of your friends, but how your circle of influence. And then also... Be in those environments. Like you said, y- y'all guys drove to Ev- Ventador. Now y'all were like, all right, we got to get it. Mm-hmm. I tell you, listen, if you can't rent it out, go test drive it. Go to your mansion or whatever that you want to live into. Go um, set up a, to, to Airbnb. Go, it. Airbnb or something. Or, or even do open, if they have an open, open house, house, go there. Because when you're in an environment, that 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 energy and stuff is go, it's going to change you. And you're going to be like, all right, I'm that much closer to be able to attain it. Now I see what it is. Because some people want all the success and rich and everything else, but they haven't even been out their neighborhood. Facts. And then some people, right, they may not even know that they want it until they get into exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So but I, I like what you said earlier. You said um, basically that get to know your why. Because, yo, real talk, me and Myron late nights in the studio. If we didn't know our why, we would ne- never be able to this late doing what we do. Right. If we didn't believe in ourselves, like, so having that why and know where you're going is very important. Because it's going it to push you to do even more than you would normally do for you, yourself. You need, you need, and I really want to double down on that because that was fantastic. You said the why. Because yeah. a lot of people do it like, oh, I want to get girls. I want to do that. That's not nine out of ten times. That's not strong enough nah, for, to, not. to actually help you persevere through those tough times, those late nights when you feel when you don't feel like doing it. You do it. You know right, what I'm saying? Because right. everyone can perform and do what they're supposed to do when they feel like it. Yep. But the key is learning how to do it when you don't, don't feel, feel like, like it. it. And right. you need something intrinsic to you that's so deep rooted that you can't afford to fail. For me, I'll be honest with you guys. I talked about it on my speech. I have uh, a, like a, a, burning a, a, a burning desire to destroy competition of people that slept on us and people that, you know, might have wrote us off. Guys that might have said Fresh Fan going to be nothing, whatever. Or guys that turned that turned us down. When we want to work with them in the past. Like my desire is like, all right, I'm gonna put your face into the ground now, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm gonna remember that you you slept on us, and we're gonna surpass you, and we're gonna destroy you. And we've done that to a couple people, which I won't name. But Thanks. that's for me. That's what keeps me up at night, six o'clock in here in the morning. You know, making sure the studio side, making sure the panels are up a certain way, making sure we our display is nice. You know, the sounds are good. Me and Trey look at Amazon almost every single day trying to update update equipment because we don't want nobody coming close to us. Yep. So. You know, that's my why, you know, but everyone needs their why. Fresh's why is I see him with it. Why can't I do it? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Networking, bro. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so and what was your why? My why was my daughter. Mm. Because, you know, for yeah. me, I was like her, her mom, me, we both working a job. And there were certain things that were going on in school during the middle of the day. You know, they might have a little ceremony for honor roll and stuff like that. You couldn't yeah. go. You can't go. Mm. You can't take off of work. So for me, I was like, I don't want to work anymore because I want to make sure that those important times I can be there no matter what, because I know her mom wasn't going to be able to be there because she had a job and stuff like that. And so my daughter was my wife. I just wanted to give her a life that she probably, you know, would never imagine for Like, for instance, now, like when I take her to school and stuff, because I have so many different cars at Toro, whenever it's not rented out. I might take her in a different car and they're all like, how's your dad rich? Because he got all these different cars. You know? <laughs> it's exciting, you know, for her or whatever. And so that, that was my why. Uh, originally, it was, it was her. You know what I'm saying? And a, and a little bit a little bit of, of, of what she said, Myron, too. Like, people that was like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. I was like, I'm going to prove y'all. It's yeah. going to work. Yep. I use that as a motivation. Damn, bro. I've always said it like, there's no stronger um, need to be successful than a, a man's children. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And and that's really cool that you like kind of subtly flex for your daughter because then it holds her in a higher regard. I remember right. my dad, my parents always used to, even though we didn't have money, my my parents always made it a note to not let people know that we didn't have money. We weren't like, even though we were poor, they didn't want people to know that. Know that you know right. what I'm saying? And and I think that's fantastic that uh, when you know when you have kids and even if you're poor, you almost you, you're cognizant of that and you don't want them to make fun of your child. Right. And you yep. do what you can to kind of conceal it. But like for you, it's like great because you're like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Your daddy has is, is got you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Win-win. So that's yeah. a win-win. Our super chats? And yeah, then... super chats real quick. Uh, uh, this is yeah. a lit interview. Yeah, um, man. We're good. Oh, good? Okay. Good. So, so where, can, where can people find you, bro? Where can people find you, Chris? Yeah. Um, find me on Instagram at Detroit Mogul. Um, mm-hmm. That's the best way to find me. Tap in with me. Um, I got links in my bio. You guys can check that out. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And look Mogul. at our story, guys. He's on He's there tags. as well. Uh, we put a swipe up there. Make sure you t- follow him on there. And also, your YouTube channel. 
Yeah. Uh, Chris Bruce, Chris Bruce. Yep. Uh, as well. All his links are going to be below, guys. Yep. Fuck with him, bro. Wholesaling is a g- game that we're not in. So we brought in an expert that knows how to do it. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> so um, and also the Toro thing, too. That was fantastic. Yeah. Yo, he dropped some gems on there. I was like, I didn't even know. I was like, God damn. Yeah. All right. That's, Holy smokes. Yeah. And and I'm, I don't know if you mind uh, telling the people real quick how much you make from that. I remember we discussed. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. No, nah, Toro. Um, I've made eleven thousand. Um, I don't hear my phone right now. <laughs> it's, it's, over, it's like eleven thousand three hundred. Just got into it. Just got in. We got another. We got another forty six hundred booked already. I got my Jeep booked out to December. Jeez. Damn, crazy. Yeah. That's a couple of months yeah. made for themselves at yeah. this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah, guys, there you go, man. Another way to make money, you know. And look, you just drive it when it's not uh rented out. Right. Yeah. There you go. Bang, bang. So uh guys, all those links are below. Uh make sure to check them out. Uh and yeah, man. Any other words for the people? Um, nah, just like I said, tap in with me at Detroit Mogul, um, Chris Bruce on YouTube, and mm-hmm. uh yeah. And we got a late night show with some tonight. ladies tonight. About 10 good, ladies? Like, yeah, 10, 10 ladies tonight. About, about 10, 10, yeah. So okay. it's going to be crazy up in here. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We'll catch you guys in about an hour or so because we ain't wasting any more We're time. back on the grind. Oh, and then we got a quick super chat. 50 bucks. Excellent show, fellas. Thank you so much yeah, for the support, Excellent man. guest, man. That's why. Yeah, man. Chris, thank you for coming by, bro. Thanks, that was excellent. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you so Love much, man. man. All right. We'll catch you guys in an hour. Peace. Peace.